In this parsha, we have the mitzvah of Hakel, where Moshe Rabbeinu says that at the end of seven years, you will gather all the Yidin, Tikres HaToyra Azois, you will read this Torah, and Rashi explains, the king is the one that would read from the beginning of Eilah HaDvarim, as it says in Mesech Tosoyta, and the Rashi gives us some details. It was on a wooden platform that was made in the Azorah. Now we know that Rashi doesn't just tell us all the dinim of any particular mitzvah, unless it's going to be relevant to the understanding of Pshut Mikra. The question over here is, what was forcing Rashi to tell us these details about the mitzvah of Hakel, seemingly not relevant to be able to understand the psukim. Now the fact that Rashi tells us that it was the king that was the one reading, is understood, because since the Pasek says Tikra in the singular, Tikra es azois, and it's coming right after speaking about gather all of the Yidin, also in singular, it's understood that it must be who is the one that has the power to gather all the Yidin, this would be the king, then the Pasek says Tikra, it's also referring to the king would be the one reading it. We can also understand why Rashi is telling us that when it says read the whole Torah, he's telling us what it actually means, it means from the beginning of Chumash Dvarim. But why is it relevant that this was on a wooden platform that would be made in Dazara? Why is this all relevant to understand the Pasuk? Now seemingly you could say that Rashi just wants to tell us how the mitzvah of Hakel happened, since it was something that only happened in the time of the Beis Migdash, only once in, once in seven years. And this is why Rashi tells us, look into Mesech Tosoyta, you'll find all the details there. But the problem is, if that's the case, Rashi shouldn't have told us any of the details. And Jen just said, look in Mesech Tosoyta. Also says the Rebbe, Rashi puts in the words, after he says, the king would read from the beginning of Eila Advarim, as it says in Mesech Tosoyta. And then he says about the details of the wooden platform that would be made in the Azorah. If Rashi is just telling us to look at Masech Tosoyte for the details, it should have been either all the way at the beginning, all the way at the end. Why is he putting it right in the middle? It sounds like he's saying that the point of Masech Tosoyte is what that the king would read from the beginning of Eilah HaDvarim. But then why is he adding all these other details about the wooden platform in the Azar? So it sounds like these other details are another point that Rashi is trying to make, and we're trying to understand why is that relevant. Now, the Rebbe says the actual fact that we said it was the king that was reading it and it was the beginning of Chumash Dvarim, we could somehow see how it fits in and it's important for the Psukim. But the question is, first of all, how do we know it was only Chumash Dvarim? And also when Rashi is saying that's from the beginning of Eilah Dvarim, why does Rashi say it in that way? Why doesn't he say, the Torah says, read this Torah, so why doesn't Rashi say something, a similar sort of expression? Read Mishnah Torah or read this Sefer, why the expression from the beginning of Eilah Dvarim? In order to understand all of this, says the Rebbe, we first focus on Rashi's words, the king would read. What's Rashi trying to say? If Rashi is just trying to say that it was the king, translating the Pasim, because it says Tikra in singular, Rashi could have just said, Hamelech. Sounds like Rashi is trying to tell us something more with saying the king was the one that would read it. So the Rebbe says, because when we read the Psukim simply, this is Psukim that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying what's going to happen after he passes away, and Yeshua is going to lead him into Eretz Yisroel, etc., if you read the Psukim simply, it sounds like that what Moshe Rabbeinu might be saying is that seven years after the Yidin come into Eretz Yisrael, Yeshua should gather all of the Yidin and read the whole Torah to them in order to inspire them, to encourage them to keep Torah and mitzvahs. They should fear Hashem. In order to negate this, Rashi says, the king would read from beginning of Eilah Advarim. So it should be clear, first of all, that this is a mitzvah for all future generations, anytime we have a melech. 
Number two, when Yeshua is being told this command, it's not as the one leading them into Eretz Yisroel, but as the Melech. And number three, that it's not the whole Torah, only from the beginning of Eilah Advarim. But why? Why is it only from the beginning of Eilah Advarim? Since the point of Hakel, reading of the Torah, as the Pasuk says, is to inspire the Yidin, to fear Hashem, to listen to and do all the words of Hashem, and all of the Torah and mitzvahs, so therefore, it's obviously going to be those parts of the Torah that are being mo'oder, inspiring for Yiras Hashem. And that's why Rashi says, first of all, that it's not the whole Torah, rather it's from the beginning of Dvarim, and he emphasizes, doesn't say this Sefer or Mishnah Torah, he says from the beginning of Eilah HaDvarim, because we know Eilah HaDvarim, as Rashi told us right in the beginning of Dvarim, is words that Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking, words of rebuke and words of inspiration, to get the Yidin, encouraging the Yidin for Kiyum and Mitzvahs. And that's what Rashi is telling us, that's the command for every Melech every seven years, to read, beginning of Eilah HaDvarim, words of inspiration, that are going to inspire them to do Torah and Mitzvahs. Are you going to say, in Chumash Dvarim, there's plenty of other things that are not directly connected to this idea of inspiring the Yidin for Yerush Hashem? That's why Rashi says, he reads from the beginning of Eilah Dvarim, but then he immediately adds, Can the Isim of Mesech Tosaita, that there in Mesech Tosaita, we will see which parts he does read, and which parts he does not read. But then Rashi needs to add more details, because the question then becomes, if the Torah is saying that the purpose is that all Yidin, men, women, and children, should hear these words being read by the Melech, how is it phys- physically possible that they should all hear the words of the Melech? So many Yidin Kanai Nahara. And therefore Rashi says that they made a special platform, that the king should be able to stand high, so everyone should be able to see and hear him. But Rashi still doesn't stop there, because you could ask, how is it possible that all the Yidin are going to fit inside the Beis HaMikdash? And furthermore, are we starting to build new things in the Beis HaMikdash? Usually we don't build other things in the Beis HaMikdash. This is why Rashi says... And, and another point that Rebbe says, that you're making something that's only going to be used once in seven years. And this is why Rashi says, first of all, that it was Shal'eitz, it was a wooden thing, it's a temporary thing. Hoyu Oisin, they would make it in the, they would make it out of wood. And where was it in the Azorah? In other words, it's not inside, it's out in the courtyard, so clearly there's much more space for everyone to be. And it's not a permanent structure there, it was only something that was made once in seven years. The Rebbe moves on now and says there's also some in Halacha that we could take out of this Rashi. Because generally there's two ways of looking at the fact that the king is the one that read the Torah by Hakil. Is it a din in the Melech? It's one of the obligations of a Melech, one of the things that a king needs to do. Or is it more part of the din of Hakil? Part of Hakil is that the king comes and reads. So too we could ask about the Bimosh the platform. Is also a similar question. Is it because of the king or is it for the purpose of Hakil? Now, the Mishnah clearly refers to it as the Parshas HaMelech. The, Sifri, the Mishnah refers to it as the Parshas HaMelech. The, Sifri, the Mishnah actually keeps on emphasizing how it's all part of the honor of the king. How he sits and the Sefer Torah is passed in by the Kohen Gadol and before that through others, etc. And therefore, in the Gemara, what Rashi says, when Rashi speaks about this, Rashi says, "Could the Isa be free in Parshas Hamelech?" In other words, it's part of the obligations of the Melech. On the other hand, in his Pirush Nalatoira, the Rashi is clearly learning that it's part of the obligations of Hakil, and that's why we learn it from the pasuk Tikres Atoira Zois. It's not learned from the Psukim that are discussing the obligations of a Melech and how the king has to have a second Sefer Torah and so on. But rather, it's part of the Chiyuvim, part of the obligations of reading this Torah by Hakil, is that the king is the one that ends up doing it. And in other words, that the king reads it, and also about the bima, that the bima is made, why? As we explained, it's put up high so that everyone should be able to hear it. But it's not for the glory of the king, the honor of the king, it's rather for the purpose of Hakel. 
The Rebbe then moves on to the Yeina Shal to the Pnimi Yisrael that we have in this Rashi. We know that there's a concept that even though we don't have the Beis HaMiglish physically today, and we don't have the Mitzvah of Hakel in its regular way today, but nevertheless, Beruchniist, all of these things apply, the Torah is eternal. So the Rebbe explains this all in Avodah Hashem. The fact that the Melech is the one that would read it, the Melech Hoyakoyri, this is the idea that the Melech is the one that's calling together, gathering together all the faculties of the person. All together for Avodah Hashem. And who is the one that's calling? That's the Melech in a person's own Nefesh. That's the idea of the Bitul and Kabbalah's oil Malchus Shamayim that's found in every single Yid. That's the place where it needs to be calling and gathering all the other parts of the person. And as we just explained, it's not a din in the Melech, it's part of the din of Mitzvah of Hakel. That means, if we want the purpose of Hakel to be carried out properly, Hashem, to have proper fear of Hashem, then it has to be done with the element of the Melech part, that Kabbalah's oil aspect, not just because of our Geshmak, our enjoyment, but it has to be coming because of the Melech. Because if it's only coming because of one's own pleasure, then it's going to be lacking in some of that Yerushalayim. Then we say there has to be bimoshalates, it has to be on an upraised platform. Because together with the bitl, the Yid needs to have a certain strength, a certain power. As it says in Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah, is Gabr Kari, we need to be as strong as a lion. To overcome the Nefesh to overcome the Yitzhahara. So only when we have these two ideas together, on the one hand it's a Melech, we have that bitl of Kabbalah, Sol, Malchus, But together with that strength, then that is going to cause that all of our faculties and together with our thought, speech, and action, will be permeated with this year as Hashem, and that it will last also for the whole year, as the purpose of Hakel is. However, says the Rebbe, there are another two points. As Rashi points out, that it was, a bimoshalaitza was of wood, and it was in the Azara. And the idea being is, number one, that it's only a temporary thing, it's of eights, this idea of being feeling high, is only a temporary thing, that's not the regular modes that we're in, and where do we use it? It's only Bazara, that means only in the base of English and matters of Kedusha, when we're trying to inspire ourselves to Yanam of Hakil and Yiras Hashem, etc. But we never use this feeling of feeling high, feeling powerful and great in any other areas outside of our Avoidus Hashem. And the Rebbe says through our own personal Hakil will be Zoycha to the general Hakil, when we'll hear Melech HaMashiach reading the Torah in the third base of English, maybe immediately.